Hello, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for joining me for another broadcast. Um, indeed, uh, we just want to stay consistent, consistent in prayer. Um, there's many people who are suffering at this time. They're being called first to do something against their own will. And we just want to pray for strength for the people worldwide. Um, strength in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, the anointed one. I understand that some don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> but for those who do and stay consistent in prayer, may we say consistent in prayer, consistent in prayer. And uh, may we rely on this precious gift we have of redemption, of being brought out of the dark path that we were traveling on as enemies of God. Turn from our wickedness, which is a daily process, by the way. <laughs> Turn from our wickedness we come boldly to the throne of grace through Jesus Christ through the final sacrifice the final sacrifice of pure and innocent and sinless sacrifice of our heavenly father's precious son of, of the living God Jesus Christ we have full on access to our father this is the only way you know, there's the world, you know, people out there, the world teaching there's other ways. It's believers in Christ. We believe Jesus is the only way back to the Father. Back to that presence. That's the genuine presence of the Holy Spirit comes upon us. To guide us and transform our stony, hard hearts into hearts of flesh. So I just want to come on this broadcast to encourage you. There's a lot going on in the world, a lot happening behind the scenes. Many people don't see, but there's so much happening because the Lord is making moves. The Heavenly Father is always making moves, doing things we, we often do not see. We must put our trust in our Heavenly Father and walk by faith. That means living out the word, living out the word of the most high right and applying the word to our daily life you know and we have a guide i'll let you know what it is it's called the ten commandments it says put, the first one is put no other gods before me there's other ones like thou shalt not lie um thou shalt not steal there's other ones thou shalt not murder um those are not suggestions those are commands from the living God. Okay? And if you read those commands, even if you're outside, outs, you're outsider wandering around um, in darkness, if you just look at that list, what is wrong with that list? If you have a problem with the Ten Commandments and what it says, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Especially when it comes to uh, how, to treat, how to treat people. What is that offense? What is what is that you find offensive? Well, I don't believe in God. 
Okay, well, you believe in something because it tastes as much. Uh, you you can't disprove it. Uh, so it takes just as much belief and trust that there isn't and to believe that there is. And good heavens, there is a living God. Now, some people think it's Satan. And I want to tell you right now, that false light is not, that, that's not who's, that's not who's sitting on the throne. For some people, that's their father. But that's the evil baddie. But evil baddie's going down. I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. Evil baddie is going down. Evil baddie has went down. Evil, it's already out. You get, get, get this in your soul. Judgment has been wrought against evil baddie on the cross. Victorious Jesus Christ reigns in the heavenlies. And we're just living our human experience. Doing the will of our father. Glory be to his name and in his timing. He will make everything right. He will cleanse the earth of this wickedness and evil. Do you really think evil is very lovely? You know, we're coming into a, a month uh, in the, let's um, <laughs> say, Romanized calendar. We're coming into a month and people like to talk about um Halloween, and you could get into the, you know, pagan roots of that, and and you'll see a lot of um, witches and glorified death and fear mongering. If it, I don't know if people had enough and they want, you know, okay, you want to watch a fictitious tale. That's it's supposed. To, it, the, the goal of it is to inflict fear on the audience. Um. Uh. Is if not, we just didn't watch a horror show. Just turn on the news. Uh, you'll see a, a fear-mongering horror show. Um, but if you if you want if you if if we want to move, <laughs> when I say a positive, productive future, a lot of that is 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 rooted in shalom, and that shalom, that peace, is a, is it found in the presence of the Most High knowing that he is with us and in us as believers and sons and daughters of the living God. See, when we recognize our identity in Christ, we can be empowered to then make moves, right? And counter moves based on the leadership of the Holy Spirit of the living God in us, through us. And we begin to be that outward expression of his love to others, doing good works, doing good things, not hurting harmful things so uh, we can have four multi-million dollar homes in a private jet. And not to say those things, hey, you, you, you want four multi-million dollar homes in a private jet and you and you got it like that and you go for it, okay? But um, what I'm trying to say is what I'm getting at is is hurting and harming others for it. What I'm saying is we're blessed to be a blessing. That's what I'm saying, if, uh, 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 and and knowing that, and and not having someone, uh, uh, you know, because hey, things things happen that way, where we have this, and it was in the scriptures. We are to help the poor, we are to help the widow, we are to give aid to the fatherless and the orphan, not hurt and harm the orphan. You know, not hurt and harm uh, the fatherless. 
Not hurt and harm them. No. Not harm the innocents. Not participate in, in trafficking them for our own self-centered gain or whatever gain or whatever whatever crap. Whatever gain or, or, or crap. Because um, that's what it is. That's why I said crap. No, we must live out our faith. Okay. Start, we have to start just being fans of Jesus. There's a lot of fans of Jesus. They admirers. But we, we have to actually live out our faith. We have to cling to the word of the living God and obey his commands. And that is where we have life and life more abundantly. We have life eternal. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come for those who are in Christ Jesus. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. You know, and we can experience the kingdom of God right here on earth. And people say, oh, that's not possible. Look at this. Look at that's happening. Look at this. I'm talking about the kingdom of God within you, the presence of the living, the Father living in us. Not just around us, but in us, through, through in the Holy Spirit that he promised to us. When we come in alignment with his will, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And our Heavenly Father is present with us. And that relationship, we can cling, we can cling, we can pray. We say, what's prayer? And people make big thing on. This prayer is talking to our Heavenly Father. Prayer is also listening to our Heavenly Father. Prayer is a communication. Prayer is continuing in that throughout our day, no matter where we are. The Lord, our Heavenly Father is omnipotent and omnipresent. So you could be listening to my prayer, our prayer, right here, right now, and in, in, in all around the world, Africa, Europe, all around the world, even in Israel, he hears a prayer of his sons and daughters, of the people of God. He hears, he hears our prayer. He hears a prayer that we can't even formulate with our own mouth. We can't even get the words out because the pain is so deep. He hears that prayer. It's not even a simple prayer. It's just prayer. From the smallest to the greatest. Glory be to your name, Father. Glory be to your name. So I just wanted to turn to, of course, I couldn't resist going on a scripture tour. In Isaiah, Yesha Zaku, um, uh, chapter 66. And we see in verse 2. And this this is Adonai. says, Adonai. Uh, Heavenly Father, creator of all life, seen and unseen. The kind of person on whom I look with favor is one with a pure and humble spirit who trembles at my word. And you want to cling to the word of the Most High. You want to cling to cling to the word Cling to his Torah. Cling. Cling to the word of the Most High. 
Virola, love the most high with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as we love ourselves. In this particular uh, chapter, we, we are invited into the, the heavenly throne. In, in, 60, in, in verse 66, uh, verse 1, it declares, Heaven is my throne, says Adonai. And it's also a chapter uh, of Yah's message describing the, the final restoration of the, of the nation of Yeshua'el. You know, his desire is that we have humility. And it's the total opposite of pride. That's why we go through this pruning period <laughs> through our lifetime, this fiery furnace of affliction so we are made in the likeness and image of our Father. There's many people who are carrying on. They're in the likeness and image of their father, Satan, that they worship. And you say, well, I'm not a Satanist. What are you talking about? Well, okay, but you're, you're not serving the living God and obeying his commands. So there's only two teams. And, you know, and people go about doing, becoming in the likeness and image of the father. It was a murder and a liar from the beginning. And so, I mentioned earlier about, like, the month we're in, and it can be a very dark, and, and, and uh, glorifying death. But as a believer in Christ, we serve a God that's of the living. In the scriptures, it says, Elohim is not the Elohim of the dead, but of the living. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. His word brings life, and life more abundantly. And we have the living word. It, The living world, word dwelt among us, and then died, because he laid down his life, and was resurrected by the heaven, the will of the heavenly Father. Resurrected from death to life, and we too take part in that resurrection. We too take part in that. We are reborn. We have a restructured identity, a restructured identity in Christ. We are made new again. And I always have intentions, <laughs> but for some reason. Uh, it always goes in a different direction when I begin this broadcast. But I'm just getting us to the point that no matter how far you have gone, whether it's Satanism or darkness, and the Spirit of the Living God is calling you by name, by the Spirit, listen, come back, repent, turn from your wickedness. The redemption offer is there. May the good Lord drag you out of that darkness and open your eyes and may you be awakened to the truth. May you be awakened out of death to life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We all were in darkness. We all have 
are sinful and we need a redeemer and the redeemer has been sent and the redeemer the final sacrifice has has defeated the kingdom of darkness we have been set made free made free we have been made free for those who believe we have been made free now we can work together now i don't have to force you to believe that i don't have to wring your neck to for you to believe that like they've done in days of old i don't i don't have to do that we we all come to this awakening in the we just come to it different different times but this truth is such a strong standard that if you strongly believe in it it will win out it will win out over any other uh type of form of belief system but we need to love one another and that's the root of um christianity i know people have problems with it they don't believe and when i say christianity i'm talking about follow being a follower of yeshua i'm being a follower of the mashiach of the anointed one the our command is to love one another to to show love and i'm not talking about being a doormat we you know we have to move make moves depending on what the um what the will of our father is and uh, when I was reading verse 66, I was starting to read verse 2. In verse 1, we have, Heaven is my throne, says Adonai, and the earth is my footstool. Don't you, you get it? You get it? Who's really in control here? How we can put our trust, not in man, but we can put our trust in the living God. We can put, we can rest in his shalom. You know, and that doesn't mean being passive participants. He may call us to do certain things, but we can take heart. We can take heart and trust in him. Trust in our heavenly father. He has our best interest in mind. Because outside of that, the worst is yet to come. I mentioned the best is yet to come. But for those who continue to wrought wickedness and and and, and uh, do evil things and refuse to repent and turn from their wickedness, you know, they, whether they experience luxury or, or unpleasantness in this life where there's still hope, the worst is yet to come. That's not even the worst of it. Some people experience trouble and they so much trouble here and they commit suicide and they just think that that will end it and they find out the worst is yet to come. That wasn't the worst of it. We have an opportunity to have life everlasting, pleasures forever, abiding with the Most High, living out His commands, doing good because that fruit lasts we always hear this word, it's called sustainable. What is actually sustainable is helping humanity, not harming humanity and masquerading it as help. I'm talking about really helping humanity thrive and grow. That takes love, that takes commitment, and that takes obe obedience to the Most High God.
and recognize that he is a governor, that he is the strong arm of righteousness, that he is holy, all holy and righteous and just. People going around saying, God's unjust, God's unjust. What we deserve is to be eternally separated from the living God because of our sin. It's by his mercy, his, the most high's mercy upon us. That's a good injustice. For our wages of sin is death, and we have a representative in the throne room of the most high God. We have a representative, Jesus Christ, who took the penalty for us so that we were bought back with a price. We were, we were redeemed back to the most high, all those that belong to him. And we can take heart and stay consistent in prayer, continue in prayer. Don't listen to the adversary. Don't listen to these Looney Tunes out here saying prayer doesn't work and this is. Listen, when we pray, we have our intentions of our heart. We have the desires of our heart. But submit those desires to the living God and his direction and his will. Okay? We submit that to the living God because he sees more than we, we do. And so we trust in him. And that, yes, he performs miracles. Yes, he can answer our prayer. But we have to trust when that, when that is in the appointed time. And continue to stay consistent in prayer. Seeking our father, believing, trusting. We have the hall of fame in Hebrews uh, chapter 11. Take, take a look at the, the, the faith hall of fame. And a part of that, uh, this is be- they say the best for last is those persecuted. The prophets persecuted. Suffering. Sword in two. The world was not worthy of them. They suffered great tribulation and persecution. But declaring the truth of the Most High. Speaking for the living God. And it wasn't popular. It wasn't popular. We live in a day. Everyone's trying to be popular. Everybody wants to be popular. Get attention. But we look at the scriptures. You know, the prophets weren't popular. The real servants of of the living God speaking the truth. They weren't popular. People didn't want to hear it. We have victory in Christ. And we we have victory victory in Christ. Now it's it's uh declared by biblical scholars that Yeshayahu, Isaiah was actually sworn into one of the greatest prophets in the Tanakh. I would say one of the greatest, but one of the inf- the most powerful. Uh, if you read the book of Isaiah, take a look at Isaiah. The greatly admired prophets, because all of them are quite, uh, well, lovely. Because when you look at the servant and prophet Isaiah, he was sworn into 
He was Jeroboam, the son of Hezekiah, who gave himself over to uh, uh, serving evil baddies, serving Satan, idolatry, idol worship, glorifying demons, uh, killed Isaiah. And, but he was also later humbled by the Most High, and he repented in his affliction and embarrassment. And when the Assyrians came to conquer the people of Israel because of their waywardness and idolatry towards the living God. Uh, yes, indeed. We have a way back in our repentance when we turn from our wickedness. So, I just want us to stay persistent in prayer because we're going into some dark times. However, like Habakkuk, I don't know if you heard of that particular prophet, but in Habakkuk, I just want to turn here and mention something to you. God is working, always working things out. Like I said, the, the enemy has plans, of course, we know that. Desire is to sift us like wheat and, and rip the humanity off the planet. But God has a plan as well, and his plan always comes to fruition because his word does not come back void. But in Habakkuk, I believe it's in chapter... Okay, so in Habakkuk chapter 3, Habakkuk's being told that the, the Babylonians are coming to bring correction to the people of Israel for their waywardness. Um... Still, I will rejoice in Adonai. This is, um, let me go to verse 17. For even if the fig tree doesn't blossom and no fruit is on the vine, even if the olive tree fails to produce and the fields yield no food at all, even if the sheep vanish from the sheep pen and there are no cows in the stalls. Here's a kicker, folks. Uh, Verse 18, still I will rejoice in Adonai. I will take joy in the Elohim of my salvation, in the God of my salvation. Elohim Adonai is my strength. The Lord God is my strength. He makes me swift and sure. This is verse 19. He makes me swift and sure-footed as a deer and enables me to strive over, over my high places. That was part of the song of Habakkuk. But we have a living hope. We have a living hope. So no matter what's going on, us, we, carry the sh we have access to shalom. We have access to peace. We have access to joy. We regain our strength to continue on so <clears throat> that we can do good works. That's the goal, to do good works. What that looks like, you'll have to see. Because we want faith, we want justice, we want truth to prevail in the land and in the, in the world. We want truth, we want justice to prevail in this world. Okay, we don't want a counterfeit experience. 
of peace and serenity. We want a counterfeit experience. We want to live in truth. We want. We don't want to live anymore in a counterfeit experience of we're actually helping humanity when there are people participating in undermining humanity's prog- progress and destroying it piece by piece. We want to rise up to speak the truth in love, be courageous warriors of the living God, to walk by faith and not by sight, and start declaring the truth and that the truth be told. And some of that is holding people accountable. Most High is fighting for us. Even if we can't see it, He is fighting for us. He's placed people in strategic locations for a purpose. And his purpose will override, he, ha- he override any plans of the enemy of our soul, any adversary of our, uh, of our soul. He will override it because he is worthy. He is in control. So I wanted to leave you with that and may the good Lord bless you today. May you know that the love of the Father, there's unconditional love. And I want you to experience that unconditional love. I know many people reject that unconditional love and they, they try to find it in the bottom of a barrel. Oh, God. But I'm trying to say, uh, uh, um, uh, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that there's an opportunity for unconditional love. That's just, that's just stain, that satisfies. That satisfies to the full. <clears throat> and um, what I can say is that this process, this pruning process, makes us better. Okay? I know a lot of people, it's not fun. It, it's not fun. It's not meant to be. It's meant to get us to that place where we can get good results, better results. And. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to mention that because we're going to point A to point B. We're going from from this going to that. <laughs> we're going to this and then we're going to that. And then when you look back on this, when you look there's a purpose of looking at things that are disturbing. Because we get a good look at what we don't want to do ever, 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 ever again. So there's lessons to learn through the midst of that pain and suffering and toxic. We talk about someone who's transitioned from a toxic, toxic relationship. And to coming out of that by the grace of God, coming out of that where they could have died, or coming out of that and their perspective on all that, and actually become ambassadors and help other women through that or other men through that. To, so they can navigate through a toxic relationship and get out or or recognize that they're in one or whatever reason. And and when that happens, there's a learning process. So there's lessons learned that can be conveyed to future generations. And teaching the word to future generations. So there's ugly toxicity. You know, we learn uh, about... Uh, uh, atrocities and genocide that happened all over the world in the in in past time and in, in, in human history and we are like wow 
that's horrific. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. And we see signs of it. We're like, whoa, this is happening again. So we want to be cautious. That's why history is important. To understand history, to understand it, in it, history in its fullness, even the ugly side of it, so that we can learn, we can thrive, and we can grow from it and not repeat, right? The goal is not to repeat bad behavior over and over again because the more you repeat it, the more worse you, result you get. You're not going to get a better result from wickedness. That's the thing. When you're doing wickedness, you're not going to get good results. It doesn't last. It's not sustainable. And so doing good works, and I'm talking genuine goodness. I'm not talking about fake goodness, like I say one thing and I'm doing something else behind the scenes. I'm talking about real goodness of the heart, of righteousness. Righteousness. Um, we can, we can for the next generation and generations to come, they have a better existence. You know, so glory be to the name of the Most High, and peace and blessings to all. Shalom. And may God richly bless you in the days to come. And may happiness be your dwelling place. And I know that, uh, glory, yes, glory be to the name of God.